under your butt. I'm, of course, surprised that a story had such an immediate and profound effect upon radio listeners. Hooey pleases the boobs a great deal more than sense. Whoa, is us! We're in a lot of trouble! In politics, man must learn to rise above principle. What the hell are we doing here? We are behaving the way a superpower ought to behave. Well, our behavior has produced some crappy results. What we're witnessing now is the failure of the state. It is a death struggle for our republic. Giving voice to liberty in our time. Jimmy Clark. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, what condition my condition was in. I woke up this morning with the sun down shining in. What's up, ding dongs? I found my mind in a brown paper bag, but then... I'm doing pretty good. Cabbage head. <laughs> I tripped on a cloud and fell eight miles high. Just drop it in see what condition y'all's condition is in. Sky. I just dropped in to see what condition my condition was in. This is good Kenny Rogers. Yeah, yeah. This is almost oh, as good yeah. as this chicken. condition my condition was in. So I'm really at the point of uh, no return when it comes to tobacco. I now look at you, Southernwood, holding that can of, is that grizzly? Straight, shortcut, fine cut. And I feel no longer any real temptation. Now, I will say, after having a meal last night, there was a moment of like, damn, I want something. And then I got over it. So right now, I don't need anything. I don't need any tobacco. I'm proud of you, Joey. And we're only, proud of we're you. not even halfway through Sober October. So maybe I need to give up another thing. Now, see, now you've got to... Once you get past three days, it is strictly up to you now. Yeah. There's right. no physical attachment left to it. It well, is 100% mental. Your body does you know, not desire it. But here's Your the mind thing. does. I'm not going to be... A lazy, litigious American, always making excuses that it's beyond my control. Simple rule. And so I'm stopping tobacco. Don't buy it. Literally, when you go into the store, you don't even have to go into the store. But when I go into the store and the cashier looks at me and goes, uh, do you, she did it today. Do you want some uh, of the dip? Because they're used to me buying it. Right. Grizzly wintergreen pouches. Mm-hmm. They used to be, so she pointed, I go, no. No, thank you. I'm done with it. And I didn't buy it. And w- amazing. How can it buy I'm not a happy camper. You've heard some of the past shows, folks. That's why I've been calling you ding-dongs and asshats. Butt munches. Because some of you are. But some of you aren't. But I'm just mad and aggravated. So it hasn't been easy quitting tobacco. Oh, no, no. But it's been easy in the sense of it's a simple decision. Do not buy it. It goes back to a point I keep making about advertising and influence. Because I think that's the real reason people are uh, upset with old ye. Kanye West. Yeah. Easy. 
He's pissed everybody off. Well, because, uh, okay, number one, Kanye is not going to go into the Oval Office or really any setting and, like, blow people away with, oh, my goodness, how, like, traditionally eloquent is Kanye West. No, he is incredibly eloquent in terms of, like, his style. Incredible. I, I have to give it up to him. I don't always listen to Kanye's music, but Kanye West knows what he's doing when it comes to making music. Yeah, you don't, and I don't care what the genre is, you don't get to that point just by accident. Right. You might be a one-hit wonder and hit the one song or do the one thing that gets you popular. I love his style. I love how he sample things, too. Yeah. Like, he just... He knows how to pick, like, old-school music, bring it up into today. Like, just, he's really, really good. That said, I'm sitting there watching the Kanye West-Donald Trump meeting in the Oval Office. Kanye, like, smacking his hand on the Resolute desk, calling himself a crazy mother effer right in front of the president, calling him BS left and right. And it is a little surreal. He makes some good points. I actually really loved his point about everybody needs to come together. Like, Donald, I want to tell you that when you say make America great again, it makes people go, what do you mean by again, whitey? It makes people think, what do you mean by, are yeah. you trying to take us back to the past? Like, because America was great in certain ways, but it also reminds us of, like, when people didn't have full rights. So why, you know, let me just tell you, Trump, Take off again. Just make America great. Now, I want you, Donald, to stand next to and wear that Make America Great hat next to Colin, by which you meant Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. And we saw this coming last week. Kanye West was wearing a sweatshirt supporting Colin Kaepernick and a Make America Great Again hat. I remember that. And he keeps saying, I'm not going to be put in a box. I'm going to do what I want. And everybody's on top of him. Uh, and all the the slurs against Kanye West in the sense that I do not understand. I'm not a black man. I'm not a black person. I don't get the collective way of thinking. I heard this idea of he's now an embarrassment to black people. Like, what do you, like there are a lot of idiots out there. And I don't often hear it like, oh, here's such an embarrassment to white people. Like, if Donald Trump's up there, I'm like, I don't think in those terms. It's like if a white person does something stupid, I'm like, well, they, they're they stupid. Maybe the family's stupid. Yeah, the individual. Yeah, I can understand something like you embarrassed our family because you got the name. And you might have been raised by those people, so it reflects on them. I get yeah, that. okay. Like, you work at this business, so it's the certain people we hire. There's all these choices involved in, like, family and who you associate with. But just given your race, your so-called race, and you do something what some people find stupid, you're now an embarrassment to the whole race. I just don't understand that way of thinking. And I would suggest that if you talk that way, um, it's, uh, it's a little suspect. Though it's how people talk. People are free to have their opinions. But I think the number one reason people got pissed at Kanye West is because the whole name of the game in politics is division, resistance, fight, and win. Mm-hmm. How dare you try to bring people together? Oh, yeah, I would agree with that 100%. 
Mm -hmm. and, and I've said it, and it's I'm I'm just like repeating the same thing over and over. But it has become a sport. It's my team wins or your team wins. I don't care what yep. your team is doing as long as they win. I, you know they can nominate whomever for the Supreme Court, yep. but if my team nominated them, by damn, they got to get in there. If your team nominated them, by damn. They have no business being in there. Yeah. That's ridiculous. And so to saying, well, you know what? This guy's, he's a pretty good juror. I mean, he's, you know, proved yeah. himself, and he served for 20 years, and or she served for 20 years. Right. Pretty good judge. Let him in. Yeah. No reason not to. Well, I mean, and I would have disagreements with, like, Brett Kavanaugh on particular things, but you couldn't say that guy isn't qualified. And I was talking last night with, with Lou Perez that when I saw Christine Blasey Ford, it, did, it didn't come across as completely contrived. But again, I'm also not a Republican. It's a weird role that I find myself in, where I'm not a Republican, I am not a Democrat, and, and don't get, no, I want to be clear and as honest as I can be. I will react more emotionally to the crap Bernie Sanders says or the crap Elizabeth Warren says and Hillary Clinton drives me up a wall. I will react emotionally to that crap. So I'm more sensitive. I get more triggered by the left. But also there's stuff Trump says where I'm like, oh, come on, man. And it's more my issue with the right sometimes is they get upset about certain things. And I'm like, why are you upset about that? Like, it's just, it doesn't piss me off that what the right does as much as the left. But I'm more like, I'm still not with you here. Yeah. And, like and the, the things that actually get people all riled up, I'm like sitting over here going, what's the big deal? Yeah. And to go back to my analogy, you are like, you're like the kid that comes to school in like, say, the 10th grade. Yeah. Uh, their family got stationed at Maxwell Air Force Base, and they're... Uh, Penn State fans and they move in and you got all this arguing between Auburn and Alabama fans you know how you were when you were kids right. you know your team sucks our team's great and you know I'm Pat a Penn dies State fan. the bad oh hello Mr. And, Spotlow you know you go back and forth and you're like the Penn State fan going yeah. no Joe Paterno's the best what are y'all even and, exactly. and you can appreciate both sides of the argument yeah. and, and see the idiocy because yeah. every argument, when you get to the point where you're arguing, you're going to say something idiotic. And you can see the idiocy of both sides of the argument. And they're just, and I think I have to agree with you, there's more idiocy on the liberal side, which are normally Democrats, well, than there is on the conservative I'm, side. I'm not even making that claim. I'm saying just me personally. Like, when I see politicians say things, there's something about the lack of help wanting economic freedom that drives me up a wall with the left. And also the elitist mentality. They have traded security. Yeah. Well, it's the elitist mentality, too. Like Hillary Clinton saying, we can't have civility when you're up against a party that wants to destroy everything you you believe in, so the civility That's the best time to have civility. You know what? I would rather have Kanye West dropping mfers and whatever he wants to say, all the profanity you can think of. Oh no, he said poopy. Then Hillary Clinton's clean, surgical, sanitized language as she goes out there and kills thousands of people with the American warfare state. It's ridiculous. And she controls millions of people. 
rather have a cuss word than a liar. Yes. No, Damn. I get tired of this fake civility. The, oh, we're being so civil. We're not. This is a fight. And, you know, if you're actually in a fight, then s- drop it with all the passive-aggressive crap is my point. Drop it with all the <laughs> passive-aggressive. Just say what you mean and mean what you say. And that's why people at least will listen to Trump. And, and do you think that was on accident that they had cameras and live recordings no. inside the Oval Office well, when they were having way, the meeting. It's so How contrived. many cuss words do you think has been said inside the Oval Office since it's been there? Right. Millions. Oh, Richard Nixon, man. Lots of beating on the desk. LBJ. And nothing as bad as LBJ said. Well, imagine what Andrew Jackson said. We go real old school with it. Yeah. And and so I mean Trump's just like y'all want to see what goes on in here here, and he's back there and you can kind of see the quirk on his face. Oh, it he's is just bizarre. Giggling. No, again, it is surreal. And watching him and say, "This is what goes on in here." I said, "Clint, okay," and then you were like beating on the desk. <laughs> <laughs> but here's also I just took on the first aspect of why people, especially a lot of folks on the left, and I've seen a lot of you know famous black people comment on like Diddy's like not black excellence oh no and like T.I. like just swore off Kanye and all sorts of people are it's like I'm disowning you you're like the guy from Janko T.I. Like, disowning <laughs> Kanye come yeah, on no man it's just like okay whatever got but one part of it's political like how dare you try to bring people together or how dare you like try to speak for the black community with your, uh, what did Michael Eric Dyson call it? Uh, some sort of blitzkrieg of ignorance or something like that? Oh, a blitzkrieg of blathering ignorance is what he called Kanye's speech. And so there's the political aspect. But it gets if you look under the hood of how democracy works, and this goes to my other story of the day, which uh, the headline is, and I didn't know if y'all knew this, but uh, an almond doesn't lactate. Thank you. Right. Now, you know, it's been a big debate in the country, but the same people who have to tell the American Whoa, people stop. Wait. that almonds do not lactate. So the top of the al- almond is not the teat? No. The no, it's, it's not. Now, wait a minute. Butter. It's not like a tiny udder. The same people that feel it necessary to say that to the American people. Are you kidding this, me? No. Are the same people that are like, oh my God, if Kanye's in the Oval Office hugging Trump, that means some of these idiots are going to vote for him. I'm, I'm still stuck Wait, on... He pulled a Rodman. Right. Is it actually... Is it true that people will vote for Donald Trump or like Donald Trump because Kanye was there. Yeah, it is true. Bunch of sheep, man. Really? Yeah. Some people will. Sheeple. No, don't you bring up sheeple. We're already... What if your father happened to, you know, sneak in drunk one night to the barn and, you know, you were con- you were conceived... Make love to an almond and yeah, then... No, to a sheep. No, yeah. I had to drink milk from an almond? No, but really... It, it makes me My dad's sit back. If, if that's how this game is going to work, and I think it's what scares the hell out of people, I, I, is it is becoming more and more just a popularity contest. And I think you make a very, very valid point there because I do think that's what scares them is when you get uh, somebody that's very popular 
in pop culture mm-hmm. that kind of says, hey, you know, this guy, he ain't half bad. That's what they depend on. The, the uninformed voter, yeah. they de- they depend on what do I see. They're not like you and I and Seth. They don't listen to news talk. They would, watch the TV and they're like, oh, Trump's meeting with Kanye? No, Trump me, must be pretty good. It's not let me, a popularity contest. It's the, it's the exactly. number one. And then right. the well. people before-wise, like building up to the election, the people that are paying attention and weeding out the other people, you know, voting for this and this, they kind of make it so it's not just a popularity contest. But let my, my position be clear here. On ignorance and voting, ignorance isn't on just one side. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Ignorance is just being relied on by the left? Hell no. There are a hell of a lot of ignorant people. And if you're offended, you're probably not the ignorant one. The ignorant ones are just blissfully happy. Yeah, I'm voting, well, I'm voting yeah, for the man, Republican. For I don't care who he is. I'm voting for the Republican. I'm voting for that orange guy over there. Mm-hmm. He was on that TV show. He says it how it is, man. He what? got an R by no, his but name. Here's also the thing. It's, this isn't a put-down. That There's really no incentive to be an informed voter. I've made this point before. I could sit up here. In fact, I have for hours every day for seven years read the news every morning read beyond the news teach myself maybe badly but try to teach myself economics more political theory what's going on in the world in terms of geopolitics all sorts of things healthcare policy education policy farming and agricultural policy it, the list goes on and on. Try to inform myself so I can talk about it somewhat intelligently on the air. And I can do this and try to influence opinion. But at the end of the day, Joey's vote counts the same amount as the person who goes, I'm voting for Hillary because that's the same name as my cat. <laughs> or she's the, a woman. Or, or she's a woman. Or she's the Democrat. What's the incentive to be informed if at the end of the day, your vote counts as much as the most ignorant person out there's vote. And, See, and you have you a lot to do. do it, then they're the idiot that is voting for so-and-so because it named after the cat matters because you didn't do it because you were like, screw it. I guess my point is at a certain point in this game of we call democracy, this big popularity contest, it's not about how much knowledge you have. That's a farce. It has never been about who's the most the informed and enlightened public making the best possible decisions. Hell no. And, of course, the people in D.C. don't think that. They don't treat situations like what happened with Kanye like that. They treat it like they're a bunch of sheeple out there, or lemmings is probably the better word, following the the leader. They treat it like the American people are stupid. They treat you like cattle. Well, and, and you got to move you into pasture. And I think that's the one thing that Donald J. Trump tapped into was... He went past all that, and he talked to the individual person. And it was, it was. I mean, it was people like me, the mm-hmm. blue-collar worker that, well, maybe not like me. I do have Fly a loud mouth. Country. But, you know, the, the quiet people, and they were like, yes, I like that. No, right. I don't care that you did that. I'm not listening right. to all these the personal attacks against you. We know you turned a million dollars into $16 billion. You know how to run a company. You you can run this country. And they ignored all the little side swipes of, oh, yeah. 
Well, he said, well, when you're rich and famous, women let you grab them in their right. hoo-hoo. It's like, yeah. In their Mrs. Uh, Fubbs parlor. Yeah, yeah. that's, uh, man, that was a shocking revelation. Everybody knows that. And and people overlooked Wait, it. And groupies said, exist? Ah, groupies. Yeah, really? I'm yeah. telling you, you know? And and people were like, well, yeah, me, we're common Americans. But let's, let's, Most let me, of us are. Let me make this even more personal in the sense that I know I have opinions, and I know you have opinions on politics and all sorts of stuff. But if somebody really pushed you on, like, how many of your opinions say just in politics and, like, what Donald Trump wants to do, really pushed you, are you as certain, like, I'm an expert, I know for a fact I am right? There might be a few things because you've worked in those areas in life and you've really come to a point of, I think this is the right way to do it. But I'd imagine if somebody pressed you, said, gun to your head, are you actually certain you're right about everything? You'd probably back off. No. I'm <laughs> no. Not. no. But that's that's the attraction to Donald Trump is he never would. He'd never back off? Uh-uh. No, but he said, I've got an open mind. Yeah. Well, He wouldn't say he knew everything. Say, he would say some cool little thing that would make him go around it. I think there's a difference in having an open mind and backing off of a not, not a core, I didn't say core principles. Not core principles. No, I'm saying like, what's the best possible way to deal with the issue of immigration? What's the best possible way to have trade? What's the best possible way to regulate a an economy, monetary policy, social policy? Whether or not marijuana should be legal or illegal at the federal level, or rescheduled in a particular way. Maybe we should look at how the criminal justice system works at the federal level. Should we pardon some people or give commutation of sentences? What Kanye was talking about to the president? There's all. There's just so much. Is my point? Yeah. That does not get talked about in the news. So much. That at the end of the day, even somebody who is really smart and who dedicates their life to be informed on a particular issue is going to be ignorant about all sorts of other issues. Because there's not enough time in the day and there's not enough room in the brain. Can't know everything. I would I would hope that I would be open to discussion. I mean, there's there's a few things that would be no, don't even talk to me about. But, this uh, but is, just like with immigration, yes, and maybe you could do something different than build a wall. Right. Maybe. I, well, and they to me, though, will. I mean, to the common, you have to you have to appeal to the lowest common denominator. Build a wall is well, it is clear. Great. It is, and it's clear what because you can do. visualize a wall. Yes. And people are not coming in. That's why you don't have jobs. People are coming in, taking your job. Whether it's the truth or not does not matter. Before, Perception is reality. Before, when you visualized a wall, it was like a crappy six-foot fence that was kind of broken. You know? And now you think of a wall, and you're thinking like Jurassic Park. Right. Ten <laughs> foot taller. Well, but also... I always thought saying, about Pink Floyd when I heard the wall. Oh, I, I'm terrified <laughs> but, of Floyd. And the wall was a brilliant branding thing. But here's also the point. It's like, it doesn't matter whether or not the wall is wise policy. It really does not. Do you think most people decided to vote for on, like, I've really taken the time on every single policy plank of my party to decide whether or not this is wise? <laughs> no. People vote all the time based on gut, based on emotion, based on a single issue. And yes, based on that guy's hot. And yes, if Hillary Clinton had at least been a seven, I think she'd be president right now. I said it. 
I think sex appeal has a lot to do with why certain people are elected and others sure. aren't. Ross Perot, that weird looking MF with ears? those ears. Oh, yeah. man. I that was like seven. His, that didn't help his cause. Melania. I'm going to ride my piggy boy. <laughs> oh, Is that you sucking, Sam? <laughs> mm. I'm sorry, that was my ears as I was you know, running. <laughs> like two conch shells right on the side of my head. <laughs> I, man, it I doesn't help. Anything. My ears look like that. No, and and I know that now that women are in politics at high, some of the highest levels, and I encourage it. I really do. I'm the guy who wrote a piece saying we should castrate all men that are seeking high office. That way, we can give women a chance to screw things up. Because I, my mom used to say this all the time: if women ruled the world, she really would. But if women rest her soul, I love her. But if women ruled the world, there'd be less war and more peace. I'm like, yeah, have you lost right? Look, we I still do have not problems. They just be different because men think with their head, and women think with their heart. Well, and I will say, men have it's and a blessing and a curse. Men have done women a lot of are terrible things. Evil too. Oh Lord, they are Listen vicious, misogynist, only and evil. One week Listen to you. No, all the time. How long have you been married? Look, uh, for twenty four years, twenty three years. You have like seven daughters, twenty something like that. I got four. I got three daughters and a son. But I'm telling you, you and I can get into a disagreement. We could get to the point of a fist fight in the corner. Mm -hmm. And next Friday, I could see you, give you a hug, say what's up, Seth. High five. Women, oh. Not no, but hell no. Oh, come on, man. I guess I'm telling right, you. Because I have watched my two-year-old daughter manipulate somebody. No, uh-uh, uh-uh. Women never forget, and especially when it's another woman that they've got uh, something going on with. Oh. It is vicious and terrible and horrible. Wait, you, so you're actually saying is that men and women both can be incredibly uh, malevolent and... Hold a grudge. And mean towards one another? Uh, now, I'm saying it's different with women than it is with men. Hmm. Because women will cover it up and pretend that they don't hold a grudge. Mm -hmm. If you piss me off to the point that we really that's, got upset with each there other, are differences. you would know it. Yes, but there are differences. But I'm talking about at the highest level. I'm saying you're you're a head of state. I don't think men and women are going to behave that differently you as heads of state. You have lost your mind. You have lost your mind. Because yeah. you don't change... What you are on the inside. Well, because but we're not just talking about personal decisions at that point. We're talking about the highest decisions of the U.S. government. Does not the, matter. You're already boxed in in a certain to a certain extent. You have bases in South Korea. What are you going to do? What are you going to do about the North Korean issue? It's not like Donald Trump can just go. I don't want to talk about it. He had to make some decision. It's not like you can't erase history that we have. Conflicts in Afghanistan and obligations in Iraq and all sorts of crap going on in Syria. And we're helping the Saudis bomb Yemen. Yeah, and we're still doing things in Libya. Ah. And also all over Africa. And we've got obligations in Europe. And, you know, we're 20-something trillion dollars in debt. I think man or women, they're a bit boxed in and they're going to make bad decisions because that's the nature of where we are. There's going to be some that you have to make because it's like no Mr. or Mrs. President. You cannot do that. But I'm telling you... But my point is also that as we have women coming to more higher positions of power, that 
there will be things like the double standard. A man can not have any comments on his looks, or maybe all that stuff's crap. happening right now. You know, maybe that's that's what's happening now. Maybe, but I'm saying that men have been judged on their looks for a long time, especially people that want to lead. There's a reason, say, tall men end up leading when there's a bunch of short men around. Because I look down to everybody. Human beings are this shallow at times. Who's the last president that had a beard? Who's the last president that had any facial hair? And you know what? How stupid it sounds? I would be more inclined to vote for the guy with the beard. You got that right. Yeah. It's something as silly and shallow as that. It's because you're a libertarian. No. Yeah. You always be throwing no, it's this beca- stuff. You called me it's them. Because it makes me feel like Superman. Kanye feels like Superman where he wears the MAGA hat. I feel like Superman when I know my leader can grow a fantastic beard because I can't. I can't, Southernwood. And, I can't grow a beard. And that's plagued me. I'm, I've been waiting 30 years nearly to be able to grow a full man beard. And I'm, it's not happening yet. And you still try. I'm trying. I'm telling I you. I tried. And I was told that if I shave and I shave, it'll grow back thicker. But I shave and lie. it grows back and it looks like something that should be growing down. Down below instead of on my face. Pizza crust. You don't man. know what it's like, so I would just like a leader of this country that would have a beard that could make me feel proud. I want to live vicariously through the president's beard. And I know Donald Trump's not going to do it. He's had so many damn tans of some sort and so many damn treatments. I don't want to know what comes out of that guy's chin. But good lord, can't I just. I wonder what color it is. But, Joey, what, what you're talking about is exactly what Donald Trump tapped into. Yeah. It is a multi-billionaire he tapped into, but I'm just the common guy. I grew up working on construction sites. You think he ever swung a hammer? Hell no, he didn't. But you believed him when he said it. But you know what he did do? He paid the guy that did swing the hammer. And the guy that swings yep. the hammer, number one important about working for somebody, is getting paid. You yep. may not get as much as you got before, but you get paid every week. And that matters because if you don't get paid, then somebody's got better, to write the check. You better get to stepping and mm-hmm. find somewhere else. <sighs> yeah, it's almost it's amazing. Because I mean this world we live in, these fights. Kanye in the Oval Office, why is it such a big deal? Because we all know. We not all know that black. we're not because he's freaking crazy. No, no, but we all know as self-righteous as we all are, we are not always right. We are, in fact, very ignorant about a lot of things. We make decisions on an emotional basis because it, we are that way. And we try to hide it up by yelling at the flaws and bringing out all the other problems of the other side in our opposition. We all know this. We just need to step back and realize... That, you know, we share a lot with animals. That's why we're so close to our dogs and our pets. Well, you and just bananas. You just speak for yourself. I mean, I can't help the oh, fact that perfect. you that you can't grow a beard, but Whatever. I'm not pointing out flaws to make myself feel well, I'm going to change his name from <laughs> Southern Wood to Southern Ding Dong. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to bring him an ass hat in here. All right, I was about to say. Yeah, you make me sick in the ass. I saw you. <laughs> I saw you picture on Facebook with that beard. I was like, ooh, Southern but, Wood looks mm. Here, folks. There's a reason, though, we feel so close to our animals. In particular, not just our cows, which Southern Wood, or Southern Ding Dong ass, he's been very <laughs> close with his cows. Uh, it's more... Easy, cousin. <laughs> more especially dogs and cats. 
Hey, can I can I tell you a story? I know I know where you're oh going with this. God. Yes. Uh, got up this morning. Uh, we ran out of cat food for Chad Morris. Oh no, Chad. Yeah, and uh, Sarah she picked some some cat food up last night on the way home from like just the grocery store or something. Yeah. And poor little Chad Morris this morning, because I hadn't been to Four Healthy Pets to, right. to get oh, from the Atlanta Highway. Yeah, to the get Village uh, Shopping Center. Real food. I am not kidding you. He reached into his bowl, he picked a piece up, and rolled it around in his mouth and spit it out. Picked another piece up, rolled it around his mouth and spit it out, and looked at me and went, meow. <laughs> I was like, dude, man, I've but got to knows. go by to see Teresa and them tomorrow and get you this some. This is what you get for trying to hawk that crap to him. You have to go buy four healthy pets. I mean, he's got three names. He's a cat. Chad Morris does not right. eat crap. No, Chad Morris needs the best. But also, here's why you should go buy four healthy pets. And you need to take advantage of this. Do the pre-order. That way, Teresa can order in exactly know, the brand you want, the high-quality, all-natural brand you want, and the quantity that you need. And it's on a regular basis. You can call ahead, and she'll even be there at the curb. You don't even have to get out of your car. And your it. product will be right there for you. Also, they have grooming services and special treats for the dogs, in particular the chicken crack. crack. Ooh, the incredible... Chicken jerky, that's what it really is. Chicken jerky. I mean, human beings could eat it. It's that good. I'll and, bring by some one day, yeah. and we're going to try it. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's do it. Well, and, and I mean, the meow wanna catnips for the cats, though, Seth. <laughs> Joey just likes the name of that. Yeah, I just do. I'm, I'm, I love it. But there are so many wonderful products over there. You'll feel like your friends and family over at Four Healthy Pets. Again, Atlanta Highway, the Village East Shopping Center, right next to Faulkner. And also, you can visit them, 4HealthyPetsOnline.com, 4HealthyPetsOnline.com. You can find more of their products and services there. we got to hit a break, guys. I'm feeling good. Feeling good, Kenny Rogers, baby. Danger Zone. No, that's Kenny Loggins. <laughs> Kenny Loggins, you Kenny, dummy. How dare you? Ding dong. <laughs> Joey Clark. Welcome back. And almond doesn't lactate. That from the FDA commissioner, Scott Gottlieb. Thank goodness we finally know the answer to that question. You know how many nights I've laid awake in my bed wondering if an almond lactated? Where they got that almond milk from? Well, and you would think that... Okay, are we really going to have a war in the bureaucracy's bowels, the federal bureaucracy's bowels, over whether or not we can call almond milk and coconut milk and soy milk, ew, milk? All right, so does soy lactate? Soy's a bean, too, also, right? No. Yes, but I did, soy, soy is a bean. Well, yes, soy yes, is a bean. A Almonds nut. are a nut. Uh, coconut, coconut is is really milk because it's inside of the coconut. Well, and that's like what milk. would coconut be as a fruit, right? However, it doesn't matter. I, it kind of looks like a boob, and it's got liquid in it. Doesn't so, matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It doesn't have a nipple. It's got three. Mm-mm. They're just hard. 
No, those are eyes. Dummy. Eye, nipple. <sighs> guys. It's liquid. Guys, guys, guys. Hey, who's the dairy farmer in here? You are. That's okay. Why I said you're very close with your cows. <laughs> no, you've taught me a lot about cows. Yes. Uh, right. Anyway, here's the point. <laughs> here's the point. Is these yahoos, this is what they're spending their time on. That There's actually Tammy Baldwin... A Democrat, no surprise, from Wisconsin, introduced legislation... Oh, from, from where? Wisconsin. Introduced legislation to federally outlaw the labeling of non-dairy products as any kind of milk. It, it, you know, this it, is that crap. It, okay, it's obvious. And Senator Lee of Utah said, he opposed it, saying, No one buys almond milk under the false illusion that it came from a cow. They buy almond milk because it didn't come from a cow. But, of course, this is what animal producers are going to do and rent-seeking cronies do. They run to the government to go, give us an advantage. We can't actually compete. We don't like freedom. We want privilege. It's, I mean, that just absolutely blows my mind. If if this isn't just a made-up story... No, it is And not. I'm afraid it's not. It's not. Which, well, I know the story's not, but... To actually think that it's hurting the dairy industry because people are buying almond milk, thinking it's, that people are out there milking little tiny almonds <laughs> That's and great, putting man. milk into well, just... It's like, okay, everybody's going to confuse like White Snake with a bunch of chicks. It's like, okay, I mean, I think I heard a story from Chris Jericho on, upon first seeing Motley Crue. It's like, who are those chicks? They're hot. It's like... It's a bunch of dudes, dude. Well, it's like every but rock band in the uh, that's 2000s. Very, that's very few, though. Most people are going to go, oh, those are dudes with long hair and a little bit of makeup. A lot on. of hairspray, right. makeup. And right, whereas most people, I'm sure there are some idiots who are like, well, do you, like, almond milk's the same thing as, as milk and a cow. I know, it's just, it, it's obviously, and when you drink it, it's, it's not the same thing as cow milk. No, it's not, it's not. Never broke down and done it. No, it's pretty good. I like it. No, it's good. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's actually wonderful. Soy it's milk good, is good. I do the soy milk. milk with vanilla is mm, wonderful. Silk baby, because we had yes, yeah, silk. Silk. Uh, mm, that's uh, what it's called. We had three of our children were lactose intolerant, and and my wife breastfed our children coming up, and she had to get off all dairy, and she got into that, and the chocolate silk. Oh my word! It's like drinking a yoo-hoo. That is... but yoo-hoo's not even milk; it's brown water. Exactly. Well, my feeling—it's soy milk, milk with, with chocolate the, flavoring, with the red cap on it. Whole milk. Yeah. Man, that's milk. It's kind of that's thick. milk. Yeah, you get the, that is the milk. If you nah. buy that white crap in the bottle next to it with the the pink or the blue cap, negative. I have been down. getting the ultra filtered whole milk with like omega threes or something. Oh my god, negative ghost rider. I eat fish too. Well, that's omega three. Boom. It's it's it does it's, it when it goes into my bowels. There's no debate. I don't have as much issue. Negative. Whether ghost with the, the standard whole milk, it's like. <laughs> well, if I could have a volley, sir. <laughs> like all happening through the night. It's terrible. All right, milk expert over here. Yeah. Uh, when when you talk about milk, you've got one. Per, you got skim milk, which has no butter fat. You have one percent, which means one percent butter fat, two percent, two percent butter fat. How much is it? And then whole milk is the red cap, the blue cap, the pink cap, the light blue. It depends on the brand. The red cap is usually the whole milk. Mm. Whole milk is generally between (laughs) two. 
uh, 0.25 and 2.6 is what it is. Our cows, our average butter fat was like 3.6 something. Our milk was yellow is how much cream was in it. Ooh. They take the cream Ooh. when when they when they process your milk, you sell them a thousand pounds of milk, Ooh. they pull the milk out and they take most of the cream off the top. Yeah. That's what they make the cheese and the buttermilk like and this and that. That's where the curds come from. And it's full of mm. man, it's full of bacteria. It's yeah. got all kind of good stuff in it. Yeah. And bacteria. Bacteria is for great you. for your gut yeah. biome. It is wonderful. Mm, to, and you drink that whole milk that's at three point sometimes in the summer it would get up to like three point seven five. Yeah. I'm talking you could you had to chew it. Can there you was bring so much some cream of this in, in here? No, we don't milk cows anymore. Oh. We stopped that like twenty years ago. You had to give it up. Yeah. Couldn't make any money. Uh just wondering because you ever since he's you've got me thinking about eating parts of cows that I would never have thought to eat before and drinking milk that I'll never come across. Oh, it's it's it it took me it took me like three years to get to where I could even drink whole milk after coming off of drinking raw milk my entire life. It just that anybody would be confused. We're getting off in the oh. weeds here. Uh, talking Don't about get milk. me started on milk. But you know, and speaking of weeds, I'm a um, I, I remember this clip. I just found it. We'll get to calls in a second. Environmental. Hi. Uh, where can I get some marijuana? Excuse me. Where can I buy some marijuana? Nine one one call. I. Do you realize that you called the police department? No, I didn't. That's very interesting. Well, let me ask you the same question. It's a legitimate question. Which question is that? Where can I buy some marijuana? <laughs> yeah. I would have no idea, sir. You would have no idea. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, uh, Dr. Pepper, and thank you, Chancellor. Oh. <laughs> Hey, at least the guy tried. I found some of up. my old clips here. Uh, but anyway, let's go back to the phones and talk to uh, Chris. Hey, Chris, how you doing? What's going on, y'all? Sounds like y'all having a bunch of fun tonight. Oh, yes. Well, anyway, uh, I had a call about something else, but since uh, 84 was talking about cats, I'll put in a, a story about my crazy cat as well. Uh, I, you, you're talking about the politics and how everything is getting crazy nowadays. Well, here's another drop in the bucket for the many uh, faces of, of book or, you know, Facebook or however you say it, Joey. But uh, Book of faces, yes. Yeah, but uh, today uh, one of the videos that my friend shared uh, came up covered up as it most of the time does with you no know, violent videos and this and that. Well, of course, I uncovered it to see what it was about and everything. And this is what the video pertained to. It showed a little squirrel walking along the top edge of a, of a fence, and he climbed down to this little uh, mechanism that was bolted to the side, and all of a sudden he was flung up into the air into the pine trees behind the fence. So why in the world was that covered up? Could you tell me that? <laughs> no, I'm a little lost here. I mean, I mean, Southern, what did you those, follow? Yeah, I, I mean, I, was, I think I've yeah, seen was, the video. I mean, it's just a normal video where these people have made a contraption to fling squirrels up in the air, and my friend shared it, and Facebook covered it up for some reason or not. I have no idea, but... Oh, like, okay, now really? I know what you're talking about. They put wow. the little filter. It's like, this could be... Yeah, yeah, this could be... 
Uh-huh, exactly. Well, sounds pretty cool. Who, the squirrel hey, Yes! I don't know. Squirrels are rodents. I mean, hell, we talked about shooting cats with bows and arrows last week. Well, we have a feral cat problem. Exactly. We should handle it. Yeah, and we're, no, I and think Facebook's getting freaky, man. They actually, yeah, did, a site I used to write for, had over 2 million followers. They shut down their page. Really? Antimedia.com. Yeah, yeah, Antimedia.org. Uh, they, they shut everything down. And, yeah, I guess uh, people... Well, but think about your little, like, girl on Facebook. Why she's on Facebook, I don't know. But, you know, you got to worry about the children. You have to be sure to talk down to people and make Dude, sure... They laugh at it. They think it was hilarious and watch other videos like that on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, Facebook, I think, is a hot mess right now. So is Twitter. And for all the bitching and moaning over, Facebook censored me, and Facebook should be watching out for Russian propaganda, and Facebook does... I think, actually, <laughs> Facebook's number is... Uh, up. Up. Yeah, they and a lot of these first to market kind of big social media companies, they're still very young. Like, they're not that old. YouTube's, what, like 10 years old? And all these are That's very nice. early. So, YouTube. We'll, uh, we'll see where all this goes. I think the market will bear new fruit and new options for people when it comes to the Internet. Chris, I appreciate the call, man. And because of the Internet, I remember this clip. I'm just in a good mood. It's Friday. This is an example of not only are the voters stupid, they are. But this is a perfect example of the condescending Democrat. <laughs> Seth, I know. And no, Seth, you have said that you're hesitant to ever call in to like Dan's show or Greg's show or Barron's show because you just don't know where to begin. So I think in the next, and I see you clam up when we start talking politics <laughs> up here. Yes, I do. Yes. So I want to start to educate you little <laughs> by little slowly but surely into the world of the absurdity of politics. So we have a little time here. This folks, monitor. This, folks, is 2008 or 07 or 08, the 2008 campaign Democratic primary debate on PBS. All the way to the end. Watch the monitor. Sam. And uh, Joe Biden is talking about, well, uh, uh, AIDS. The fact of the matter is what Hillary points out, there's neglect in the part of the medical and the white community focusing on educating the minority community out there. Yeah. I spent last summer going through the black sections of my town holding rallies in parks, trying to get black men to understand it's not unmanly to wear a condom. <laughs> Getting women to understand they can say no. Getting what? people in the position where testing matters. I got tested for AIDS. I know Barack got tested for AIDS. There's no shame in being tested for AIDS. It's an important thing because the fact Ooh, of the matter is in the community, keep watching. in the communities engaged in denial, they're engaged in denial. No one wants to talk about it in the community, and we do not have enough leaders in the community and outside the community demanding we face the reality, confront the men in the community, as it. well as the women, letting them know Sarah. there are alternatives. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Al Sharpton's like, what well, the hell? laughing at folks is Al Sharpton gives him the biggest mean mug, like, furrowed brow, like, what the hell did he just say? No, and if you go back to the beginning of this, the fact of the matter he, is, how condescending he is. Out, the white community the needs to go into the black community. 
educating the minority community out to there. To educate. I spent what? last summer going yeah. through the black sections of my town holding rallies in parks. He wow, he sounds like an old retired KKK understand man. It's not unmanly to wear a condom. Getting women to understand they can say no. Yeah, so Joe Biden has taken wow. it upon himself to go into the black parts of town as a white savior and tell men it's not a manly to wear a condom and women, you can say no. If he's telling... What in the hell is wrong with him? The people in the neighborhood, the thing about the condom, it's because it didn't fit. They make magnums, man. He doesn't know that, apparently. Oh, he's walking Lord. through the hood. Joe Biden is... That's just one example of... But also, they're just funny moments. Where, like, the thank you... Thank you, uh, Dr. Pepper, and thank you, Chancellor... Or Dr. Paper, and <laughs> thank you, Chancellor. <laughs> he just... What's well, like when he told... Well, who was that's the, just funny. He just messed up. I he, love that. He stuff. told the dude in the wheelchair, stand up. Oh, oh you yeah. can't stand Here, up. I think of a... Oh. No, that's wrong. Here, let's see how much Biden we got. And that's we'll just do this for the rest of the night. <laughs> you got a bunch of it. Uh, because there's a few things I have in here, but I haven't updated this in a while. I'm going way back, folks, into our library here. Uh, let's see. Oh, well, hmm. No? Oh, come on, man. I've got to get them to fix this damn system. This is driving me nuts. I can't find anything real quick. There was also what was the one uh, where he said, God rest her soul, and yeah. she was standing there looking at him. He's like, I mean, God bless her soul. She's right here. Uh, uh, he just, let's there see. should be an age limit, man. <clears throat> but it's it's a funny thing that the Democrats have, have owned the black vote. I mean, there's no... Well, I mean, you can't argue about is, that. Some of it, I agree, but and some then, of it is promising, like goods, like the welfare stuff, and then, also, but also civil rights and that legacy of they, you know, of civil rights. But here's the point: I dig all that, but every once in a while, you get an insight like this, oh, yeah, where he's speaking off the cuff. I mean, he's going Donald Trump, and he's speaking from his heart. Well, I had to go into the black community and tell the black people that you don't have to procreate every time you breed. You can wear a condom. And women, just because a man tells you he wants to have sex with you does not mean that you have to have sex with him. You can say, no, I'm not having sex with you. You have that right as a black woman. Right. But you need an old 70-year-old white dude exactly. to tell you that. That's well, I mean, you ridiculous. was great. The way he well, put and it, you need sometimes way too, he need to be more colorblind. Well, and you need, you need people like Biden to say, I promise you, the president has a big stick. And you need Donald Trump to say, Ooh, There was a mosquito. I don't want mosquitoes around me. I don't like mosquitoes. I don't either. I don't like those mosquitoes. I never did. Well, thank you for listening, folks. <laughs> and, uh, thank you, uh, Dr. Pepper. Yes, and uh, I'll be back on Monday. <laughs> Woohoo! Woo! 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 Woo!